Today in the meeting, we're going to talk about a way you can structure your day for maximum productivity right from the get-go. Now, this is for entrepreneurs, managers, solopreneurs, or frontline contributors who have a lot to do, or maybe you get caught up doing busy work, you have a tendency to procrastinate, but this tool will help you out. And the meeting starts now. Howdy, friends and fellow devoted entrepreneurs. Welcome to the meeting, where I'll help you tackle your business challenges, find inspiration, connect you with tools and resources, and ultimately leave you with an action you can start using today to move your business or idea forward. Now, today we're going to talk about a system for organizing your day for productivity. This is going to take about five minutes each morning, but it makes a massive difference in what you'll achieve each day. Today's podcast is based in large part on David Allen's best-selling business book, Getting Things Done, which has been around for a long time. But if you haven't read it, uh, it's going to change everything about the way you start your day and and plan for productivity. So the first thing you want to do, and we're going to dive right into this. The first thing you want to do when you start your day is to, to sit down and you need to have two things. You need to have a physical notepad. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second, but a physical notepad and all of your input sources, wherever you're getting um, to do items from, whether that comes from email, whether that is people text messaging you, things you're thinking about, things you just know you have to get done, you have a little system you follow each day, all of the things that you need to do in a given day. You need to have all of those input sources ready. And what you're going to do is compile a list. You're going to make a list of everything that you need to do, you want to do, any ideas that you have floating around in your head, things that someone is asking of you, anything that's coming into your day, right? No matter what channel that's coming in from, you're going to make a list of everything that's coming into your day. Now, with respect to email, if you get legitimate task input from email, you may use it as a source. If not, and when I say uh, legitimate task input, like if your boss is sending you emails and saying, hey, you know, can you tackle this for me? Or if you have clients reaching out to you via email and you need to pay attention to that, you can use that as a source. If that doesn't happen, if that doesn't apply to you, instead, don't start your day off looking at your email. Instead, schedule a block of time later in your day to tackle your email. Don't let that be one of your input sources. But if you get legitimate task input from email, use that as a source. You're going to sit down your physical notepad and all of your sources ready, and you're going to compile a list. That's the very first thing you're going to do is compile a list of everything that you need to do, want to do, you think you have to do, somebody's asking you to do, or any ideas that you have. Now, for each item on your list, you're going to choose one of four fates. Do, defer, delegate, or drop. And I'm actually going to start with drop because it's the most important of these four. Uh, not everything on your list needs to be done ever. Now, this is the most critical element in reclaiming your time. Stop doing things that don't need to be done. Drop the busy work from your list if it's something that doesn't actually need to be done or isn't moving you toward your goals. Now, if it's an idea that you have and you want to hold on to it, right? It's been rattling around in your brain. It's taking up mental energy. Put it on a piece of paper and put it in your file cabinet in a folder titled Ideas. If it's something you want to work on someday, like it's a project you want to do, but you don't know when, you can either schedule yourself time to plan or research that, or you can chuck it in a folder in your file cabinet labeled 
someday. Everything else that doesn't absolutely need to be acted on, discard it, okay? You get a lot of input into your day that doesn't need action, and you can acknowledge those things and discard them. You don't have to act on everything that comes in. You don't have to, you don't have to act on every item people ask you to do. This is your opportunity to say no, right? If it's not moving you toward your goals or moving your business or your department forward, um, or it's not something that you have an obligation to, it, it, you can drop it, right? So be mindful of those things. Or if it's an idea or it's something that's an abstract, you know, I want to work on this someday, drop those items. You know, you can put it, you can put that in a notebook or in a file somewhere. But generally speaking, we don't need to act on it. So we're going to get it off of our list. So that's the most important thing is to drop anything that's not an actionable item. Now, all that's left on our list now are actionable items for which we have three more available fates. Do, defer, or delegate. If it's going to take less than two minutes, just do it. Do it right now. Bang it out. Now, this is like send a text message to so-and-so saying happy birthday or um, you know, write a quick postcard to someone. Those are items that are going to take less than two minutes. So you just bang those out at your desk real quick and it's done and over with. So if it's going to take less than two minutes, do it right now. If it will take more than two minutes and it needs to be done by you, you're going to either put it on your next actions list, and that's for items that are not time bound, or you're going to schedule it. Your next actions list is a list of things that you're going to do as soon as you can, right? I, after you finish processing all of the items on your big list that you made at the beginning of the day, um, you're going to start on this next actions list. And this is what's, what you're going to do. When you don't have something else scheduled on your calendar, you're going to work on your next actions list. Now, if you have a task that is time bound, like I have to get this report in by 4 p.m. or um, I need to visit such and such client location before the end of tomorrow, end of business tomorrow. Those items need to go on your schedule and you can schedule those for later today or you can schedule those for another time. Just get it on your calendar somewhere, right? So if it's time bound, you're going to schedule it. If it's not time bound, you're going to defer it to your next actions list. And then if it's something someone else can do, you're going to delegate it. Now, there's a couple of rules about delegation. The first rule about delegation, and this is the most important thing about delegation ever in the history of delegation, to follow up. If you're going to delegate something to someone, put a follow-up item on your list or on your calendar to validate that the delegated task got done or to receive the deliverable from that person if they are, you know, are in return going to bring something back to you. Um, so make sure you're following up on those. And I can't stress this enough. You have to follow up on things that you delegate. You can't just leave them sitting there uh, and, and assume that they got done or assume that the deliverable will make its way back to you. You need to follow up on those items. Um, and so this is a great opportunity. Like I said, put it on your calendar or put it on your list for tomorrow um, or whatever appropriate day. But you need to validate that the task was done or receive the deliverable as appropriate. But follow up. The second rule about delegation is to use this as an opportunity to develop someone else in your organization. This is how you're going to build a strong organization with competent people. Uh, if someone needs this experience, delegate it. Now, Craig Groeschel in his leadership podcast has some rules for delegation that I think apply here so well. If someone can do it 80% as well as you, delegate it to them. 
right? So if you have a task and it doesn't need to be done by you and someone on your team or in your department or one of your direct reports can do it 80% as well as you can, delegate it to them, right? And there's over time, you know, obviously they may become 90% or 100% or 120% as competent as you at that task. And so, um, but you want to delegate these things. You can't just continue to absorb everything on your own plate. With that said, Craig goes a step further and says, if someone can do it 50% as well as you, and there's a significant upside, like a learning opportunity, then delegate it to them. So if somebody can do it 50% as well as you can, but they're going to learn something significant from it or develop in some significant way by doing this task, delegate it to them. And then the third big thing that Craig says about delegation is whenever possible, delegate authority as opposed to just delegating tasks. Look for opportunities to delegate authority. And that's how you're going to develop strong leaders, develop um, staff members and directs that take ownership is by, by delegating authority. So if you have a project that needs to be done, See if you can de delegate the authority for the entirety of that project instead of just delegating tasks for that project. Now, this is obviously going to depend um, on your business or your department, your expertise, your direct expertise, a lot of those things, right? If you're writing a piece of software and you're leading a team of six people working on that software, you obviously probably wouldn't delegate the authority for the entirety of the project because you may have someone who's a front-end developer and someone who's a back-end developer, right? Neither of those people would, would be um, skilled in taking control of that. Now, if you have a front-end developer who's learning back-end development and is looking at stepping into a managerial role and you're strongly considering them for that, that sort of role, that falls into that, you know, can they do it as 50% as well as you and there be a significant upside? Are they going to learn a lot or grow a lot? in which case you want to delegate that to them. So th keep these things in mind. So delegate, always follow up when you delegate. Um, use it as an opportunity to develop somebody in your organization. If they can do it 80% as well as you, delegate it. If they can do it 50% as well as you and there's a significant upside, delegate it. And then whenever possible, delegate authority as opposed to just delegating tasks. So we've taken our list. We've made a list of all the inputs coming into our day. And then we've chosen for each of those items, do we want to do, defer, delegate, or drop that item? And then you're going to start your day. You're going to kick off your day with a Pomodoro session. Uh, and if you don't know what Pomodoro is, this is a great time to check out the Pomodoro podcast or um, go read that book. But basically, a Pomodoro session is where you buckle down and for an hour or so, do nothing but one particular uh, mission. You've got one mission, right? You shut everything else out. You don't allow any distractions. You turn, turn off your email, turn off your IM, turn off your phone, and you focus on getting one thing done. So you kick off your day with a Pomodoro session and you start tackling those little things on your next actions list. And then you're just going to follow the schedule for the rest of the day. And you probably won't get everything on your next actions list done during that one hour. And that's okay. But you're going to follow your schedule and in between those scheduled items is when you're going to kind of jump back on that next actions list. And you're going to start, you know, striking those things off as you, as you get them done. So that's how that, this, this process works. 
Hey, if you're getting a lot out of this, I want to let you know about all the awesome bonus content available to the supporters of the meeting. You get PDF notes for each episode, book summaries, video explanations, and more when you support this podcast on Patreon. To access this bonus material, visit www.themeeting.vip. All right, so let's recap. You compile a list of all of your input items, and then for each item, you're going to choose to do it, defer it, delegate it, or drop it. You're going to drop things that don't move you or your business toward your goals. It's not necessary that you act on it at all, then trash it. If it's an idea or someday item, put those in a folder or a journal so that they're on paper, they're not in your head taking up mental energy. Now, when I said at the beginning of this, use a physical piece of paper, you can go digital, but having things on a physical piece of paper, at least the first few times you run through this process, really helps you to visualize what you're doing. I feel like digital lists are so easy to lose track of or ignore the alerts on your phone, that sort of thing. But if you're working from a single piece of paper during your day, um, it helps you to stay on track. So just keep that in mind. You can go digital, but I just recommend you start with a literal physical piece of paper uh, as, as you kind of kick this off or you implement this in your, in your life or your business. And then you can move digital if you think that that's appropriate for you. Um, so you're going to drop the things that don't move you toward your business goals. You don't have to act on everything. Um, and if, you, if it's not something that you, doesn't need to be acted on at all, you're going to get rid of it. If it's a someday item or an idea, you're going to put those in a journal or a folder um, so that they're not taking up mental energy. For the remaining items that need action, if it's going to take less than two minutes, just go ahead and do it now. If it'll take more than two minutes and it's not time bound, it goes on your next actions list. If it is time bound, you're going to schedule it on your calendar and then you'll delegate as many items as you can. You'll delegate something when someone can do it 80% as well as you or can do it 50% as well as you, but they get some significant upside to do it. And then whenever possible, you delegate authority instead of just delegating tasks. And remember, always follow up on delegated items. So make a list, choose do, defer, delegate, or drop for each item. And then you kick off your day with your next actions items and you work that list in between any scheduled items on your calendar. So resources that we talked about today was the book, Getting Things Done by David Allen, available on Amazon. We talked about the Craig Groeschel Leadership Podcast, and it's actually episode six where Craig talks about uh, delegation. If you want to look that up, and Groeschel is G-R-O-E-S-C-H-E-L. So the Craig Groeschel Leadership Podcast. We also talked about the bonus content that you can find at www.themeeting.vip where you can support the show and get access to PDF meeting notes for each episode, book summaries, video explanations, seminars, and more. So that's it for the meeting today. I'd love to hear from you if you have a question or a business problem that you want some input on, or if you want to share how you're implementing the getting things done process in your business. You can email me at dylan at devotedentrepreneurs.com. That's dylan, D-Y-L-A-N at devotedentrepreneurs.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to meeting with you all again next time. Until then, remember that entrepreneurs drive communities and entire economies. So keep selling.